You're listening to the Greencast Advisory Podcast. I'm Glenn Kirby, the Technical Manager for Syngenta UK and Ireland, and here is where you'll find me talking about the content in my turf blog. They'll be short and to the point, so put on those headphones and have a listen to what I've got to say this time. Spotted crane fly, spotted. So it is the 19th of May as I speak. And the last couple of weeks for me have been all about leather jackets. And forgive me for continuing to share my thoughts. Um, I'm sure a lot of you are bored of my voice. Uh, But the recent webinar I did with Bigger to discuss this challenge has only increased the number of conversations I've had about this subject and shown me just how little I know as well as how much we've got to learn. I'm getting a lot of questions now that are areas I haven't even thought about, let alone understand. Um, This is a huge subject that we need to deal with and we need a number of expertises involved. Um, My expertise is... And my objective is to try and get the very best out of the product that Syngenta sell. And um, that's where I am. And that's what I'm trying to do. All the other areas around it are things that uh, we need to learn about. But they're not areas that I'm focusing on. So please get involved if you're out there from another company or an organization. Then let's get involved and start investing in understanding impact of cultural operations, um, impact of all of these things that we need to look at. But um, anyway, back to the blog. Um, What I've had recently uh, this week is some really interesting photos sent to me of people of Cranefly. Now, it's great when people send me images because that gives me a chance to kind of build a picture around the country Rather than just what I'm seeing, I've kind of got eyes everywhere. So great. Please keep sending me those images. It's fantastic. And this wasn't what I was expecting. So people have been sending me images showing how they've been identifying them. And I've always assumed or have been taught that the challenges we have in the UK are associated with two of the crane fly species, the European crane fly, which is the Paleodosa, and the marsh crane fly, which is the Oleacea. Um, But the images people are sending me are of spotted crane fly. Now, the spotted crane fly is a little bit different. So it's a third insect. Now, I was out on the road this week. It was great to go out and see some customers and some people and do some work with them. And I was around Buckinghamshire and Oxfordshire, and I was seeing exactly the same myself. The crane fly I was seeing wasn't something that I really identified well now i'm going to be completely honest and um up until this year i really haven't paid much attention to it i've seen crane fly and i haven't taken a closer look but taking a closer look i was expecting to see a gray crane fly and i was looking for these longer wings but actually what i was seeing when i looked was a yellow and black crane fly kind of wasp like in its colors almost and now there are over 300 species of crane fly in the UK, but I've been taught, as I said, that only two of them cause issues. But it appears that the spotted crane fly, which is what I've identified this one as, now it could be something else. I'm not an expert. There is a whole range of tiger crane flies, as I've recently learned. And But I think what we have here is the spotted crane fly, which is very common um, to hatch around May. Um, and what I've, we're seeing is this spotted crane fly is also happy to lay its eggs in greens as well. 
Now, as I said, it's very easily identified from the marsh crane fly, which is what I would expect to see this time of year. The marsh crane fly is grey, and you'll remember I've spoken a lot about they have longer wings um, if they're female and than the paludosa, so we can tell whether it's a marsh crane fly. But actually, this spotted crane fly is yellow and black, so very easy to tell apart again. There's a number of images in the blog that are worth going to look at. Um, but I've had a bit of a dig round to try and understand what's going on here. And there are over 300 species of crane fly in the UK. So the amount of information recorded about them all is fairly limited. But from what I can currently find out, and now it is an internet hunt, so my learnings are pretty basic and I will continue to expand on that. But what I've learned so far is the crane fly will lay its eggs in May. So they're hatching around now. Those eggs can sit in the soil until autumn when they'll hatch. This is slightly different again to the other species we've got. It will lay its eggs now and those eggs will go into a diapause, which is kind of a hibernation through the summer. And this is a 12 month life cycle. And when they are larvae, they're almost indistinguishable from the marsh and the European crane fly larvae, our traditional leather jacket. So potentially we've got a third player in the equation now, one that lays a similar time to the marsh crane fly, but its eggs hatch at a different time to the marsh crane fly. Uh, I don't know what the driver of that hatch is yet. I will ask around, is it time? You know, how long does it need to stay in the ground? Is it a temperature-driven thing, a certain temperature? Is it moisture? All of those things we have some influence over. So we could be impacting this. I don't know. Um, but when they do hatch, they'll become another leather jacket that we can't tell whether it's spotted, marsh or European. I don't know if this species does cause us a problem. I don't know if this is just a freak thing. I don't know if this is a change in the situation. Uh, but maybe, just maybe, it offers part of an answer as to why we're seeing such a wide range of sizes of leather jackets in the soils during those winter months. Um, if you're seeing spotted crane fly, send me a picture, let me know. If you're seeing the grey marsh crane fly, let me know. The more we can piece this together, the better chance we've got of solving it. In the meantime, look after yourselves and hopefully this rain will stop soon we get a bit of sunshine and we can start growing some decent turf here some amazing images on twitter at the moment of people who are getting some nice stripes in um, keep it up and take care of yourselves hope you enjoyed the podcast version of greencast advisory for more content like this check out the greencast advisory blog and don't forget to subscribe until next time take care of yourself and thanks for listening